Hello and welcome to another installment of Growing Up Crazy, where we talk about life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, science, nature, spirituality, sociology, anything political in nature, and just really whatever bullshit's floating across my brain pan. It's the way for me to get it off my chest, out of my head, and here into a usable format to listen to later or not, as I see fit. And if you are along for the ride, then uh, thank you, welcome. I have no idea how you ended up in this little corner of cyberspace, but uh, this is more just like a personal journal, and you're more than welcome to come along and join in and sit down. I'll probably be having my brother on here later, because some of these ideas actually originated with him, as well as a few of the friends that I've had along the days, because honestly, a lot of this stuff is just either coffee shop bullshit that gets shuffled around back and forth, or a lot of times it's just things that I discovered working alone down at the beach. And what I mean by that is, well, the... What's spelled out in the beginning of the book, Growing Up Crazy, these are a lot of things that have happened to me, or events that have happened, experiences that have happened, actually, in which I always say the universe gives day passes, and they clearly say admit one. And you have the experience, you go through it, and usually it comes on like a freight train and leaves you just laid out and wondering what the fuck was that <laughs> like what just happened and i don't think we ever really know i just want to get that across first i don't think we actually ever really know what the fuck happening or is gonna happen or has happened i think we're pretty much all just extrapolating we're making this shit up out of thin air as we go along and we're doing the best that we can and and i guess this does kind of tie into the, the lucid dreaming manual in a way because this is very much the part of our waking consciousness and our descriptive reality that does this but today is not going to be lucid dreaming part two i'm actually putting that off to the back burner to talk about some other things that came up during the lucid dreaming class that i did actually and i just feel compelled to 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 share it here as well because i i found it was interesting and on reflection i found it to be very interesting and had a couple ideas about it so before the class started, we got to talking about cursing or being cursed or, or just the act of cursing, you know, wishing bad on somebody, bad juju, the whole hoodoo, everything like that. And, you know, it's, it's been everything between feared throughout history to laughed at throughout history. But there is some truth behind everything. And there's definitely some truth to this. I know this from personal experience, both in the act of sending and also defending against curses. Like if you would have asked me back when I was 16, 17, 18, I was damn good at it. There was absolutely nothing. I think I have about 100% success rate on wishing harm on people I don't fucking like. And, and it, uh, but it played havoc within my own personal life, uh, very much so. And that could be the subject of a couple more stories. I did learn, though, that it, uh, it definitely was not worth the price, that, that it's a lot easier to just punch somebody in the head, for one. And two, it's, um, it's a zero-sum game, almost like a negative game. But being on the flip side, I do think that it's, it, it puts me in a good position to talk about these things because I've experienced all of it, both doing it, defending against it, and also just wanting no part to do with it whatsoever. It belongs to a different world in which you're more concerned with getting even and having power than you are about actually healing and growing yourself. And freedom, which is the point, growth and change and freedom, the universe runs on those two things, freedom and love. And freedom is is definitely the release of all of that, the release of the fear, the release of the anger, and, and just the release of butter, self-importance, self-reflection, and, and walking around feeling like a victim or even just feeling like uh, you need to get even. You know, It's either dealt with there in the moment or don't worry about it if it's not in front of you anymore. And of course, obviously, easier said than done, much easier said than done. Now, the defense against it, 
though is no matter how far down the road you get defending yourself against curses sendings and also creatures of energy and things like that is of paramount importance because even though we're kind of all in a jungle like i see this is like even the 3d world is a jungle and uh and some people let's let's be totally honest you know you go through the jungle the jungle's full of trees and then the trees are monkeys and they fling poo and i don't care how much of an enlightened being you are it sucks to get hit with shit it just sucks. You're walking down, minding your own business, and suddenly you have a screeching, howling baboon above you, and the branch is flinging shit at you, and nobody likes it. And, uh, you know, of course, you could be like a ninja master at evading it. You can be unattached to the state of your cleanliness. You know, you could obviously just not care as it goes by. It's like, ah, it's just more shit. What's well, a little shit? You know, I'm still having a good day. But still, if given a choice, nobody really wants to have a monkey up in the branches flinging shit at them, you know? And sometimes when you're in the jungle, you just can't help it. Going through trees and there they are, screeching, howling, and sometimes following you around. And that applies to physical, and that also applies to emotional, mental, and psycho psychological, and especially psychological. Because I remember one time I, I told somebody that just just needed to hear it. I was like, you know, just because you write my name on the stick that you beat yourself with does not make your bruises my fault. And we come across that a lot. Now, rarely are we ever in a situation where we are completely without wrong. You know, none of us are walking across the water helping people back into the boat. You know, usually in every situation, you are at least in some way responsible, even for the fact that you just chose to be there. And a big part of all this is taking personal responsibility for just simply being alive, you know. Some people say, well, I didn't ask to be here. Well, tough shit, you're here now. And it's just a question of personal responsibility all the way down. But to bring it back to center, it doesn't always have to be physical. And sometimes, let's be honest, like, like people send energy whether they know it or not. And even if it's just a look, even if it's just a look, there is something, it is, there's something that we are under attack by. And it is a definite thing. It is etheric, even if it is just energy, even if it is just a thought form. That shit is real. It exists. We feel it. We all know it on an instinctive level. If you stop and think about it, how many times have you just felt something and turned around and looked at somebody and caught them staring at you? Not only did you look, but you looked directly into their eyes. A part of you is aware of it. A part of you definitely is aware of it. And everyone here can send and receive. Whether the, It's just a question of whether they're aware of it or not. That, so how do we defend against this? Obviously, we're not in control of somebody else's mind. We can't stop them. I don't care how nice you are, how how appeasing you are, how or even how scary you are. You know, it, it, it you can't control somebody else's thought, and sooner or later somebody's going to put the whammy out there on you. So what is the whammy? Well, like I said, it's the sending, it's the thought form, it's somebody projecting energy with malintent at you. But here's the thing to remember about all of it. You can't stop that from happening. But in a way, it's very instructive. It's very good for us that this happens because energy can only, energy only sees its own. Energy can only affect its own. Uh, something of a certain vibration can only affect something of a similar vibration. So even we can even see this in the physical. The reason why I'm standing on the ground is because what makes up my body and what makes up the ground is similar in nature and similar enough that it that it's able to interact with each other. The air around me is not as similar to me so I can move through it seemingly at will even though it has substance. To put it a, a different way, if you take like tones, tones that are similar will, will begin to resonate together like the pitch will match up. If you have uh, frequencies will match up as well. If you have two frequencies They'll, they'll match up, but there's a, it has to be similar for one to affect the other. If it is so dissimilar, 
one to another, then they won't have any effect upon each other at all. We can see this in, in physics, we see it in our physical, and it's also true with energetical. And what all this means is that if somebody is sending negative feelings toward you, like say if somebody's sending anger towards you, there has to be something within you for it to resonate with, for it to manifest in your life. We meet all curses halfway. We meet everything in our world halfway, especially when it comes to the energetical. We meet it halfway. If there's nothing within you that this is able to resonate with, that it moves right through you. It's almost like it doesn't see you. It's not able to interact with you. So when it comes to curses, the, the important thing to remember is curses don't act upon you. They act with you. They interact with you. Now, granted, that extra bit of energy, whatever it is, anger, the fear, the jealousy, rage, you know, uh, whatever, sadness, whatever it is that's being sent towards you, it's, it's vibrating with you. And it's going to activate those energies that you already have inside of yourself from past trauma that you also possess, usually with the person that's sending it to you. So it doesn't have to always be with the person that's sending it to you. It can just be random. But it, it, you always possess it within yourself for it to act upon you. And... It's good in a way because a lot of times we can ignore these things with ourselves. We can ignore our, our capacity to judge. We can ignore our capacity to be afraid. Or a lot of the times we more or less just try to avoid the things about ourselves that make us uncomfortable. But they're still there and they're still acting in, ourself, in ourselves and upon us. And whenever we have one of these sendings from another person, it does activate that energy and it, it amplifies it and draws our attention to it. And the thing, to, the thing about our perception as soon as our perception gets drawn to something, it acts almost as a magnifying glass. And there, that's what our perception does. There's two things our perception does. It acts as a magnifying glass to blow up whatever it is it's observing. And it also acts as a magnet to draw more of it in. So if you become hyper-focused on these feelings, a lot of times it makes them the center of your focus acts as that magnifying glass. But it also draw more of it into your life if you're focused on sadness you'll be drawing more sadness in your life. If you're getting angry and frustrated, how many times, you think about how, throughout your day, how many times have you been frustrated about something, just had that frustrated energy going, all keyed up, and then something else, and then something else, and then something else just comes fucking right along. So you're just like, holy shit, enough already. Well, your own perceptions operate as a magnet. It draws in, and it also operates, as it, it, it selects and energizes it amplifies and it draws in whatever it is that it's being focused upon. And this is true for anyone. This is how perception works. You don't have to be Jedi master or you don't have to be any kind of like guru. This is just how perception functions for everyone, for all of us swing index down here. This is just literally how it goes. And the thing with the sending, if somebody's sending it to you and keying you up like that, then it draws the attention to where you have it within yourself because that's what it's acting upon. And like I said, it's actually good in a way because we can ignore this shit for years. You know, how many decades even some of us are like, nah, nah, I'm fine. I know I've done it. You've done it. Raise your hand if we're guilty. We're all fucking guilty of this. And, but the process of that getting keyed up, that extra little foreign energy, because we get used to dealing with our own energy. But when somebody else is giving their supply to it as well, well, now it gets our attention. Now you're about to have a bad day. We're lining up that, that snowball on the hill. You know, you're about to have that bad day. But it is a blessing because otherwise you'd ignore it for another 10 years and get cancer. So, hey, thank you. Congratulations. We appreciate it. Drawing to attention, allowing us to let it go. How, how do you do that? That's a very good question. How do you do it? And we'll go over this first before we get into the other types of cursing, because that even just gets a little bit too woo-woo. But uh, let's deal with this, since this is the most common, just human-human interaction. 
And how do we get rid of it? Well, first we have to understand what it was, what it is and what it was and how it came to be. So when we're all little bouncing bundles of joy, little balls of happy, when we're born, that whole mythos about like, you know, babies, you know, can't get angry or babies are pure innocence, bullshit. Baby can get angry. Anyways, has kids can see like you can have an angry four-year-old. The thing is with children though, is like when we're children, we're just not attached to it nearly as much as when we're, we're adults. When we're adults, we can stay pissed for days. We can hate somebody for life as adults. We have a, a much higher degree of attachment to the nonsense kicking around in our heads than when we're children. When we're children, we get like furiously angry for a however long that duration is but then we let it go like we could just something else can draw our attention we'll be up and bouncing around and be like ah, eh, like it never happened but every once in a while something will hit and it'll leave a mark every once in a while sooner or later usually sooner in the course of our life we take one blow and it leaves a scar not only does it leave a scar but it leaves a little bit of energy inside of us too from a foreign source we'll get to that in a second but it'll leave a scar and we we protect that area. That becomes damage. We receive the damage. And usually we perceive it initially as fear because we've been hurt and it ain't going away. It doesn't, it's not stopping. It's, we, we keep that, you know, it, 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 it leaves a dent, you know, we try to cover that up. And the moment we try to cover it up, we lose power. Even as a child, we lose power. It's all just an energy game. It's all about power. It's all about energy. Everything's energy when it comes down to it. So, we try to cover it up, and in the process of covering up, we lose power. We lose a piece of ourselves because we keep that fear. We hold on to that fear, and that fear robs us a little bit of power. And then when, as soon as that happens, we're faced with two things, two ways of approaching it. Either we try to heal that within ourselves, or actually three, I guess, or we experience a permanent loss of power until we can heal it, or we try to take that power from somebody else. Most people try the third way. And you can do that in a number of different ways. We experience, we experience the fear, we try to cover up, then we try to, we lose the power, we try to take that power from somebody else. We, and you can do that any way you can come up with. People do it by trying to be charming. You know, people do it by trying to make people like them. You know, that's a big one. Just being likable is a way of just trying to get that power back because they feel like a lacking. Now, other, other people try to do it because they're afraid. They try to be scary themselves. They try to take that power from somebody else by them being the, the one to be afraid of. Any, however it manifests itself, it always comes down to the simple thing. Big monkey hits little monkey. I am hurt, therefore I hurt others. When the fundamental basis to all of it is a loss of power experienced usually while young is a beginning and then trying to take that power from somebody else as we get older. And then a lot of the shitty behavior that we can see, it's just really just a power game. It's why people blast their music out in traffic, you know, it's a way to try to dominate an area. It's a way to try to take power back. When you look at people's interactions, especially the shitty ones, you can really just see it as a result of who's trying to take power from whom. That's what it boils down to mostly. So now we get forward to the sending, to the cursing, either being done to us or undoing it to somebody else. Before we can get to that initial loss of power, we have to figure out when the way we're being cursed, but also how we're cursing others. Because we all have this. We all do this. We all, we all have had these body blows. We all have, have had a, a few dings, a few scars, a few dents. And we're all wrestling with this. We're all trying to grapple this. So the first thing that comes in trying to keep from being fucked with, you know, in, in the, the, the martial art of Kung Pu dodging monkey shit is 
to one, seek forgiveness. We have to seek forgiveness from the people that we're cursing, including ourselves, including ourselves. You have to seek forgiveness for your, from yourself for being so goddamn hard on yourself, for, for not just relaxing, for not just giving yourself a moment's break. But we also have to seek forgiveness from the people we've judged. We have to let that go. We have to realize that everybody's on their own journey. Everybody's on their own trip. And that everybody has their own lessons to be learned. And no one's doing anything to you. No one is doing it to you. We all have chosen to be here, wherever here is. We might feel like we got stuck here, but we got stuck here as a result of our, of our choices as well. We have to take that kind of, that level of responsibility, complete and total responsibility. Accept responsibility for being here. And then ask the forgiveness for all the times you've been shitty to yourself and then all the times you've been shitty to somebody else. It's good to start small. Good to start with little monkeys. Good to start with small things. Work on the family stuff later. Maybe it's best just to forgive not even your current boss, maybe the boss from two or three times ago. But really, really sit with this. You know, some of the things that just search back through your brain pan and think of something that still pisses you off but is no longer in your life, you know? And sit with that for a moment and think about it. Well, you know, it was part of the situation. And don't give me that shit like, well, I've got to work. I always got to live somewhere. Motherfucker, you can live in a tent. The level of responsibility that must be adapted is monumental. You have to have a level of personal responsibility that eclipses everything. That just take complete and total responsibility for everything that occurs in your life. And then from that space, give yourself permission to learn the lessons that you came here to learn. Just like it's all just a learning process. Getting a little bit off subject. But that's the state that you have to come to it from. So after you've done this, take a deep breath. <sighs> Forgive yourself. Maybe you stayed in that situation a little bit too long. With your breathing, just let that shit go. Just get to the, it's okay. It's all done. It's all done. It's all done and it's all okay. Let it be. Let it exist. Let it be. Let it go. Let that shit go. It is what it is. Maybe you learned, maybe you didn't. We'll do it better the next time. Just let all that fucking shit go. And the next thing you have to do is turn around and honestly forgive the person that did it to you. Like, seek forgiveness from them. One for cursing them, because you don't don't lie to me. You fucking did a lot of cursing on your own. That motherfucker, the fucking that's boss, such an asshole. God, I've never had such an asshole boss. Who the fuck does he think he is? All that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. All that stuff. All that stuff cuts both ways. That's what joins the energy together. That's what joins it all together. Let all that go, man. Let all that go. Who are you? Who are they? Just let it all go. It doesn't matter. Forgive yourself. Forgive them. Seek forgiveness from yourself and seek forgiveness for them. Center at the bottom of your breath and just blow that shit out. Let it go. It doesn't matter and it never did. You are free. Because at the basis of all this is the desire for freedom. You have to let your desire for freedom to be more powerful than your desire to see that motherfucker suffer. <laughs> your desire for freedom has to be at the root of everything you do. And if your desire for freedom is at the root of everything you do, accepting personal responsibility for being alive, letting shit go that no longer serves you, breathing it all just becomes part of the process. And I'm, dude, I've like cussed people out for hours in my own mind. I'm just, I'm not talking about the voice of reason. I'm just talking about what I've been shown to do and what I've managed to do successfully on a few occasions. Because I can still, like, dude, I can still rally with the best of them when it comes to just getting a good mad on. Trust me. 
But I do know that this is the process that releases it because I have used it successfully in the past and I've been showing this is your desire for freedom has to be greater than your desire for to be self-reflective, to be self-important and to to be in pain, to get even, to be wronged, you know, to see yourself as somebody to be wronged. If you take complete responsibility for your life, you can't be wronged. You cannot be a person that is wrong because you are responsibility, responsible for everything. You're just here to learn lessons and you're doing it as best you can. Nobody gave you a blueprint or a roadmap. We're all just shoveling shit together. But that's okay because it's an amazing place and an amazing planet. If you can get to that perspective where freedom comes most important, seek that forgiveness for yourself. Seek that forgiveness from somebody else. Let it all go because it's only standing in the way of your future and your possibility of freedom for your future. Then... You can release that. You can release the current cursing and get back to that original body blow you took that made you feel the loss of power in the first place. And when you get there, then you can identify how you felt, identify who you feel made, made you feel that way, and then forgive that person. And this is very hard. And how I've learned to do this, this is just my own personal method, is I believe that we all have a personal connection with the divine. I believe that's probably the best, if not one of the only good things about all of us down here. Like everything that we do that's good. I know for me, anything I do that's actually good is has to be divinely inspired because I live with me. I know exactly what goes on in my brain. And I know that when I do have a good thought, usually it comes like from somewhere else when I'm like, when I have a good thought and a good feeling or, or when I'm like reflecting on, on the sunrise. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. But I'm never looking in the mirror. I'm never looking at myself and being like, ah, Justin doing pretty good there buddy no 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 it's all it's all comes from an outside source but i do believe we all have this outside source we all do have a connection to the divine that connection is pure and that connection is perfect and that connection does have our best interests at heart does have the best interests of the planet at heart and all the people at heart and really has a plan and has a a, a divine will for all of us and a goodness about all of it but myself like everybody else a lot of times gets disconnected from that source. And I know what I need when I'm disconnecting, disconnected and being butthurt and being an asshole is what I need in my connection. As soon as I line up with that connection, I wonder what the hell I was so upset about. I find myself doing good things in the world. I move throughout my day with a sense of grace and ease. Everything lines up perfectly for me. I have no obstacles and no challenges. But that's only when I'm connected to that, that, that source. And that connection's almost moving through me. And I'm just along for the ride. I'm just carried along for the ride. And I think we all have that connection. I know we all have that connection. And the more disconnected from it, the more blockage there is in that connection, usually placed in the way by these episodes of fear and pain and trauma, pinch off that connection. The trauma and the fear and the pain pinches off that connection. That's the lack of power that we feel. The lack of power is a lack of of connection to source because that is the source of all of our power and the more trauma kind of gets in the way sort of like forms scar tissue and that scar tissue blocks off that free-flowing path and the more blockage we have the more of an asshole we become we just can't help it we experience it as loss of lack of power this is where addiction comes from i believe where addiction comes from this is where a lot of stuff where you just cut off from source that the channels choked off what's getting through is just a little bit we don't feel like we're, we have enough. We have an intrinsic knowledge that we don't have enough. We have an intrinsic sensation that we're not getting enough. And instead of clearing up that connection because it's etheric, we don't really know how to do it, we go take it from somebody else. 
at the very least, make sure they're not feeling as good as they're not feeling any better than we are. Preferably take something from them, make them feel worse, you know, and that's, that's where I think the whole thing comes down. So when I am forgiving somebody, when I'm really forgiving, when I'm, when I'm praying for somebody, especially somebody that's wrong, whenever I start my prayers, my morning prayers, the first thing I do is actually pray for somebody I don't like, because it really gets you in, in this, the proper mindset for this. And what I'm praying for is for their, the freeing up of their own divine connection to source. I'm praying for a complete and open and clear channel between them and spirit, because I think that's what makes them a dickhead in the first place. That's why we're having this problem. And I know, and in the praying of this, I know the reason why I'm responding to it so negatively is because my connection to spirit is being choked off. Like, it, and between the two of us trying to sip through party straws, you know, with some, with trying to drink the ocean through party straws, we're all just like getting choked off and red faced. So I pray for into the world the thing that I want to have happen for myself. And also knowing that if my prayer for them is successful, then the person that I've come to dislike will be washed away in the open flow of spirit and myself included. The same thing process will happen to me. And that's where that whole taking responsibility and being willing to forgive yourself and, and seek forgiveness first comes along is because the you that's getting upset has to be washed away in the process too. So to wrap it all up, the best way to keep yourself from being cursed is forgiveness and then gratitude. The biggest thing at the very end of all of this, you always have to wrap it all up with gratitude. You have to be thankful for their connection to source. You have to be thankful for your connection to source. And sitting in that space of gratitude for as long as possible, really, it's almost like what sets up the cement. It really sets up the cement. If you can do this every single morning, you'll have a much better day. And if you do it every morning, you'll have a much better life, trust me. And you'll be much harder to curse. It's almost like you'll be Teflon coated. Like, yeah, the monkeys will still fling poo. There'll still be some shit flingers up in the branches. But it's, it's, they miss a lot more often. And sometimes their aim is so off because you're, you're not even there. You're just not even there to hit. You know, you're just energetically, you're not even there. You don't even notice that they're trying to fling shit at you. You think that, that it's like they're waving. You're like, oh, hey, yeah, how you? I'm doing good too. Good day to you. You know, you don't even notice because there's nothing in you to vibrate with it. So, so, to, so this is what I would suggest in order to become unfuckable with. Start your day off, one with prayer. Start your day off praying for somebody that you don't like. Pray for their divine connection to source to be cleared up, for the divine to be manifest in their life. Be grateful for that. Be grateful for that divine source. And then see that clearing up take take place the world over. See it just filling the world and yourself included. Just until everyone's connection, everyone and every living thing and non-living thing, the connection to source is just pure, unadulterated, free-flowing, and everything just gets washed away. And then sit in that space and feel the gratitude for that. Like learn to pray for your enemies, I would say. And in so doing, you get a little closer to freedom yourself. Thank you. Uh, growing up crazy, Justin Matthews. Ciao. Make the next one. Pick up Lucid Dreaming 2.0. But for right now, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to share this one with you. It's, it happened at the beginning of class, so Carolyn missed it. So Carolyn, much love to you. This is what we were talking about when you came in. Ciao.